You're listening to Mud Stories, episode 90, a podcast dedicated to bringing you inspiration in your muddiest moments, hope to make it through your mud, and encouragement for you to know that you are never, ever alone. Welcome back this week. I'm so glad you're with me. And if this is the first time you're joining me here at Mud Stories, I just want to extend a big welcome to you. I'm so glad you're here with me. We're going to journey through a muddy topic, just you and me alone today. And it's some things that I've been learning in my parenting journey. I know many of you are parents, but even if you're not parents, I think this is an episode that you could glean a lot from because it's just a human struggle, whether we're a parent or not, this issue of being angry, of having expectations that are unmet, and the challenge it is to give grace to other people in our lives. Now, before we jump right into this topic, I just want to make you aware if you are joining me and you're new to this podcast and you have not heard my own personal mud story, I want to offer that to you today. All you have to do is text the word Jackie's story, J-A-C-Q-U-E-S-S-T-O-R-Y, all one word, Jackie's story to 33444 and I will email you the mp3 of my story today and you can be able to hear that and so I'd love to share that with you if that's something you're interested in or curious about it's a way to get to know me better and so there you go also we are growing our community over on the Facebook page and I've been trying to post over there three times a day I'm sharing some scripture inspiration some other articles that I find that I think are helpful as we you know navigate muddy things some old posts from the archives I'm sharing just anything that's coming to mind that I think could be of an encouragement to you and so I would love it if you'd come over and like the Facebook page. You can get there by going to facebook.com forward slash Jackie Watkins, J-A-C-Q-U-E-W-A-T-K-I-N-S. And I've been doing some live Facebook videos over there too. And I would love to have you join me and interact with me over there. So I'm going to be trying to do those at least once a week, if not more. Uh, And we'll see, maybe I can give a heads up about when I will be on so that you'll be able to jump on and join me live. I just love being in community with you. And I really want to grow that and be able to be together and interact. And Facebook Live is a really fun way to be able to do that. So I'm looking forward to more of that. So if you want to know when I go live on Facebook, you can again, go over to the Facebook page, click on notifications, I'm going to be doing a video about how to change those notifications so you make sure and not miss anything, not only from me, but from whoever else you follow on Facebook. And uh, so look for that later this week. But anyway, it is my joy to be with you today. And I've really been struggling with this issue of feeling frustrated and angry and having unmet expectations, especially when it comes to parenting. Like I mentioned in the beginning, I think even if you're not a parent, this episode will be helpful to you because we all have relationships. 
And we all have times where we become frustrated or angry or our expectations are just not being met. And it's really super hard to extend grace in that situation because we want to feel validated. We want to feel like our needs are being met. And so in those moments, we end up being reactionary or reflexic rather than being intentional in our responses. And so today I want to walk through some of that, what I've been learning and experiencing. And of course, we can't do an exhaustive discussion on this topic. We would be here a long time. But there are a few situations that have been happening in my life that I wanted to share with you that I've been learning some things. And I hope that it can be helpful to you too. So Proverbs 15.1 says, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And I think when someone's angry at us, we tend to get a little prickly back, you know, when someone comes at us with an attitude or someone, you know, displays a lack of grace toward our own hearts, our natural response is defensiveness. Our natural response is to put our guard up and say, hold on just a minute, this is not okay. And we kick into protective mode and a soft and gentle answer is not our default. And so what should we do when we desire to discipline our kids with love and extend grace and we want to have a soft and gentle answer? But to be honest, they just trigger us. They know our buttons and they know what to push. And whether it's your children or your husband or your friend down the street or your BFF from way a long time ago, the people that are closest to us, the people that know us the best, I think we can safely say they're the ones who know how to best push our buttons. And so what do we do? It's such a struggle. Um, It's a struggle to extend grace when that's happening. And I think the first thing is, I think a lot of times we have a hard time extending grace, not because they're being annoying, but because we haven't had a really deep grasp on grace for our own hearts. Now hang here with me for a minute, because I think you might think You understand God's love and his grace for you and that he's forgiven you of your sin. But believing it cerebrally, I think, is different than really absorbing it way down in the deepest places of our heart. And I think our reactions are actually a good indicator as to whether or not we've actually moved the information and the knowledge of the grace that God has given to each and every one of us down into our heart, into the fabric of who we actually are. I think a lot of times we don't accept God's grace for our own hearts, and that can be the root of not wanting to give grace to someone else, our kids or anyone else. We believe way down deep that we have to earn God's love that we have to earn the love of other people, that we we have to behave better, that we have to do better, that we have to try harder. And we say we believe in grace, but our actions and our old records and the old tapes that we play for ourselves, it's been ingrained in us so long that we have to earn it and deserve it and do good to get blessed that we haven't actually let it absorb into the fabric of who we are. It's only when that information has moved from our heads down deep into our hearts and become a part of what we live that we can easily and more reflexively give grace. And so that's the first thing. I would challenge you, if this is something you struggle with, you know, if you grew up learning that you had to do better and be better and perform or try to be perfect, this may be something that 
you need to think about. It's maybe something you need to write out feelings about. It may be something you need to look up some scripture about, to write out in your own handwriting the verses that talk about God's great love for us, the verses that talk about there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. You need to know this grace message deeply in order for it to become a more reflexive response to anyone in your life that's pushing those buttons. And let me tell you, friend, I have a lot of buttons and it is such a struggle. Now, my friend Jeannie Cunyon, she has been a previous guest on this show. She's written a book about parenting with grace. It's called Parenting the Wholehearted Child, Captivating Your Child's Heart with God's Extravagant Grace. And Jeannie goes into this concept in detail in her book. It's not just a parenting book. It's a book for our own hearts about accepting the grace of God in our own hearts so that we can extend it not only to others, but especially to our kids. So she was on Mud Stories in episode 31. Uh, You certainly can find her book if you go to JackieWatkins.com forward slash Amazon and just search for Parenting the Wholehearted Child. But if you want to hear Jeannie's interview on Mud Stories, you can find it at JackieWatkins.com forward slash episode 31. And in that um, show notes page, I have other references for other podcasts that Jeannie has been on where she's talking about parenting and things like that. And I think Jeannie's perspective will really go a long way in helping you and helping me in this area. Okay, so that's that. We have to accept God's grace deeply into our hearts and let it become a fabric of who we are before we can actually expect that we might be capable of responding with grace towards someone else. So that's the first thing. Now, now that we are aware of needing to absorb the truth of God's grace and make it become a part of who we actually are, does this mean we're not going to struggle? Okay, if you don't know the answer to that, then... uh... I think you're not alive because of course we're going to struggle. Of course this is a problem and it's a problem for all of us, no matter what it is. And so, you know, we all get angry. We all struggle with patience. We all are challenged to be gracious and calm and offer kindness with our responses. And the fact that we all struggle, this is just truth. And we need to throw our guilt out the window because we ain't got no time for guilt. Guilt is futility. The truth is our failures and our missteps and our sin is covered by God's grace, by his love. God has already given us all the mercy that we need and there's more to come. It's an endless supply of mercy. Mercy is where we don't get the punishment that we do deserve. We already have plenty of mercy and it's ongoing. It's never ending. What it's time to do is show God our gratitude for his gift of grace by spilling it out onto the people that are in our lives, the people that push our buttons, the little people that we're trying to raise. And how do we do that? Well, that is the question. So let me tell you a little story. I went to the library the other day and I took all the kids with me and we were going to do homework. It was going to be homework hour and I had my own things I was going to do and they had their things they were going to do. And we sat down and I needed 
one hour of undistracted time, of focused productivity time, and I got everyone settled. I got everybody at their own spot in the library. I got them all working on whatever it is they were going to do, and I settled in to focus. And no sooner had less than five minutes of silence gone by that the first child approached me to interrupt me. Now, I think I was pretty well adjusted on that first interruption and I put out that fire and I refocused, but then it was the second interruption I could feel myself internally escalate. The frustration began to build and uh, I got that one settled and out of the way and maybe 10 more minutes went by and the next one wanted to show me progress on this project they were making and they just they just wanted affirmation and I remember thinking to myself really like I was focused in on what I'm doing totally in the zone and all you want me to do is look at something and I remember feeling so irritated and so frustrated because this is the third interruption and things are growing but I held it together my calm and gentle re- response and I smiled, although truth be known, it was probably one of those plastic smiles like, yes, dear, that's awesome. But anyway, I held it together, but it was on the fourth interruption that I lost it. And I didn't lose it like yelling because, you know, thankfully we were in the library that would have not been acceptable. But that fourth child felt the brunt of my escalated and growing anger and frustration at the fact that I did not get my one hour of uninterrupted time, that I had been disrupted and interrupted multiple times. Although that kid that was last, that was only the first time that they interrupted me. But my stack blew in emotionally. I was triggered and frustrated and upset. And I didn't respond with grace. And it certainly wasn't a gentle answer And what pulled me back into reality was the disappointment in their eyes after I was finished with my response. It was one of those looks like head down, sad big eyes. Well, I'm sorry, mom, I didn't mean to be a problem. And my heart was just pierced. Because in that moment, it flashed before me that my anger had escalated. I had let myself get out of control. And I had hurt their little heart. And we left the library that day and I reflected on what had happened and what the problem was. And I wanted to share with you the answer I found because I think it might apply to you too. Because in that moment, did I give grace? Yeah, I did a few times. But I failed that last time. And I think it all comes back to our expectations. We have got to change our expectations. So when we feel ourselves escalating, we really need to recognize that we're doing that, to recognize and acknowledge that we are becoming frustrated and irritated and escalating. And I think something that could help us all is if we would get up from where we are physically and just say to whoever it is, just a moment, I just need a moment. Repeat with me, just a moment. I need a moment and walk physically with our feet somewhere to another room, to another location, to another area where we can just pause and calm ourselves for even 60 seconds and say to ourselves this question out loud, what expectation do I have right now that is not being met? And I'm serious. I want us to say it out loud. What expectation do I have right now that is not being met? 
And it's then and only then that we can know what it is we're dealing with. So like for me, if I would have stood up and walked away and said, what expectation is not being met right now? I would have had to admit, my expectation is that I would have one hour of focused, productive time while kids did their homework independently by themselves without interrupting me once. (laughs) Just saying that out loud made me laugh. How unrealistic is that? I'm telling you... We are not alone in this. This is so hard. But actually saying it out loud that that's my expectation because then and only then when we actually name it and actually say it out loud, there's something about saying it out loud that makes it ring really true and helps jolt us back into the reality of what we're actually really doing. Because then and only then when we know what our expectation is, we can ask ourselves this next question. What is it about this expectation that is paying off for me? And how is it paying off for the person that's with me? Is it a payoff for me? Is it a payoff for them? Because I think most of the time when our expectations are unmet, it's because we've set an unrealistic expectation that's a payoff for us. And when we don't get our payoff, we get mad. We get upset. We get frustrated. How dare they not give to me what I need, what I wanted, what I counted on. And that's when we escalate. And so for me, when I expected one hour of uninterrupted time, focused and productive with four kids present ages 8, 10, 12, and 13 and a half. Really, Jackie? (laughs) Just even saying that expectation out loud is just a ridiculous expectation, but that's truthfully what the expectation was in my own mind. Now, had I willfully walked into the library and set that expectation and written it on my note card as my goal? No, it was a subconscious expectation. But I think it's important to take these expectations that we set subconsciously and speak them out loud in a private, calmed, paused place so that we know how to deal with them. How can we deal with unmet expectations if we don't even know what the expectation even was in the first place? We've got to name them and we've got to say it out loud. And then we have to ask ourselves, what payoff was I looking for? What payoff is it for the person that's with me for this expectation to have been met? So for me, the payoff was I would have gotten productive, focused alone time. But they wouldn't have had a payoff. They would have had a mommy that wasn't present. They would have had no help. They would have had independent learning. They may as well have not even been in my presence based on my expectation. There was no payoff for them. The payoff was all mine, which leads to another issue of facing my own selfishness, my own needs that I'm putting before the little people that I'm here to train and serve and be present for. And in the end, I took it out on that last child who had been quiet for most of the hour and just happened to have the lucky draw of being the last one the straw that broke the camel's back of mom's unmet, unrealistic expectation. So why did I set that expectation? Why subconsciously did I set that expectation? Well, I'm busy. I tell myself, I'm busy. I deserve it. But the thing is, was that really the best time? It's what I wanted, but was it what they needed? And let's not forget, I am the adult here. I am the parent here. I am the one who's 45, not 13, not 12, not 10, not 8. Perhaps it is 
actually super reasonable for a parent to be available and present and engaged during homework time instead of packing her schedule and deadlines so tightly that there's no scheduled time for just being present with her children. The truth is, it was my lack of planning, my lack of organization, my lack of scheduling effectively that packed my schedule so full that I needed that hour of productive time. I had a deadline. I needed to accomplish something and my kids were in my way. And when I kept getting interrupted, my anger and frustration grew and grew because I was so busy, not having enough time, and my anger got displaced onto them for interrupting me. My expectation was a payoff for me, not for them. And when that didn't happen, that's when I got angry. So once I name that unrealistic expectation, once I ask about the payoff, then I'm actually able to reevaluate and say, okay, how do I need to adjust the expectation? How do I need to find a way to get the same payoff with a different plan? How can I adjust this expectation to become a realistic expectation based on all the things I'm looking at objectively? How can I purposefully set my expectation instead of allowing my subconscious, unthought of, unplanned expectations to rule my emotional interactions with my precious children who need a mommy who's present and engaged and actually doing what needs to be done to help them become who they need to be? What do I need to do to reorganize my time so that my expectation can be set that during homework time, I'm present and available? How can I schedule another time for my uninterrupted focus time? How can I rearrange my schedule so that deadlines aren't so tight that there's no other time and the pressure's so great that I'm so desperate to get something done that I end up wounding my kids because of my lack of organization and my lack of planning and my lack of intention in being to them who they need me to be, who God's asked me to be in their lives. And if we're saying to ourselves, there is no other time, there is no other way I could have avoided that situation, then maybe we need to consider that we're overscheduled, that our pace is unrealistic, that something has to go. You know, Sometimes, sometimes we need to just quit things. Sometimes we need to sit down and make a list of the most important things and intentionally set our expectations ahead of time. You know, there's some tools, there's apps on our phones where we can make lists of what's important uh, for us to do. There's, I know for me, there's times in the shower where, why is it I think of all the things in the shower? I don't know about you, but shower is a time where you're, you just got nothing else you're thinking about except your own mind, your own schedule, your own stuff. They even have these uh, in the shower post-it notes that you can scribble in the shower on the wall and actually take notes in the shower. I'll put a link in the show notes page about that. But, you know, we need to get creative because awareness is the key awareness and knowing why we're triggered. Awareness is really the key. Awareness of what our expectations are so that we can change those expectations to become more realistic so that we don't escalate. And if, as is going to happen, it's inevitable that we walk into another situation in life where we have this 
you know, unintended emotional subconscious expectation and we find ourselves escalating, we find ourselves frustrated, we find ourselves angry, let's make a commitment to just stand up, walk away, pause for a minute and ask ourselves, what is my expectation and who is getting the payoff? And is that lining up with what I really value? So this week, I'm going to give you an assignment. I want you to track episodes in your own life. I want you to track the times where you feel angry, where you feel tempted to respond not with grace, where you feel tempted not to give a gentle answer, where you want to respond with irritation and frustration and you start to escalate. I want you to write down when that happens to you. I want you to record your unmet expectations over this entire week and I want you to gather data. It's going to be like a project where you gather the times this week where you escalate. And then at the end of this week, I want you to sit down and I want you to look over your list and I want you to try to find the common denominator that is causing you to escalate in these moments? Is it that you feel unloved by your spouse? Is it that you're overscheduled and too busy to really give your kids time with them? Is it that your friend hurts your feelings again and again by a particular thing she says or a phone call she doesn't return or something that is out of your control? Is it that your boss asks unrealistic things for you and you just already don't feel enough so you just feel even more angry or resentful that they're pouring the work onto you and not dispersing it evenly to as a workload to everyone at work? What is it that's triggering you? What is it that's pushing your buttons? And dive into what it is the expectation is that's not being met. Do you feel disrespected or unappreciated? Do you feel like you have no help? Do you feel like you have no time for yourself? We all need some time for ourselves, And We think it's just going to appear. Well, I have news for you. Time just gets absorbed by every little thing unless you intentionally schedule time alone, silent time alone. You've got to put it in your calendar. You've got to make a plan for it to happen if that's important to you. And if that's the expectation that's not being met for you like it was for me, then that needs to get scheduled. So then the homework time is a time where I can expect to be present and not take my unmet expectation, frustration out on my precious, precious children. We can't make changes if we don't even know what the problem is. And so let's track it. Let's see where it is our missteps are, where it is we're frustrated. And I can't wait to hear what you discovered. And maybe we can all learn something from each other. So later next week, I'm going to put a Facebook post up uh, and ask you this question. What did you learn by tracking your unmet expectations? And I know you're tempted right now. You're like, yeah, yeah, whatever the assignment, you know, I, I, I can track it in my mind. No, I want you to write it down. I want you to open your phone to a blank email draft or a blank app note taking thing on your phone. And I want you to write down the moments that this happens. And I promise you, if you take it seriously, you're going to discover some things that you didn't even realize were happening. And it's in those places, number one, we're going to give ourselves grace because God gave us grace. Number two, we're going to adjust our expectations and we're going to willingly and intentionally set expectations that don't um, make us need to escalate because we're feeling uh, like we have unmet needs. And then we're going to love some people. And we're going to give gentle and soft answers. And that's going to turn away their wrath. 
James 1, 19 and 20 says, Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. God's going to love us even if we get angry. He's right there with you, beside you, and he's not mad at you. He wants to help you. He wants you to understand his grace, and he wants to help you give it to others in your life. He wants to help you have responses that are honoring and righteous. But we've got to change some of these things so that we can be quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to become angry. So wishing you so much love this week as you do this assignment, as you track these things. I can't wait to hear what happens. If you want to send me an email and share with me what you're learning, I would love that. You can email me at Jackie at JackieWatkins.com. I'd love to hear from you. Don't miss subscribing to this show. I'd love it if you'd go over and subscribe to the show. And if you're listening in a podcast app underneath the artwork of this show, just click on my picture. You'll find links to the show notes page to send me an email and also to the Facebook page so you can know about when I go live on Facebook. I'd love to have an interactive conversation with you. Maybe this is something we can talk about on Facebook and set a time we can meet together live and hash this through. I'd love that. So we'll see. But anyway, whatever it is you're facing today, whether it's in parenting, in your marriage, in whatever relationships you're in, my hope and prayer for you is that you would know you're not alone in this, that you would know God's grace is enough, and that you would feel so, so very loved and never, ever alone. Have a beautiful day. 